Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, you're listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Somebody sent me an email one day, that, you know, kind of a nasty little email. <laughs> you know, I think I said it once before Steve Harvey trying to be a preacher. Man, I'm so far from being a preacher, man, I can't even tell you. But what I am trying to do is share information. Now, I understand how haters work and I understand how the devil works. Believe me, I do. You know, sometimes even he, the devil, surprises me at the level and the angles of attack they use. You know, which I go, wow, man, I didn't, I didn't see that one. Ooh, that was pretty slick. I got, got to give you credit on that when you try to get me. But every time you try to get me, I get saved. I get saved every time, man, because, because God got me. God got some angels camped around me. That's what my mom used to always say as a Sunday school teacher. Never really understood it, but, you know, when I was growing up as a kid, but I got it now. He got some angels around me, and angels come in the form sometimes of people, people who pull your coat to this or introduce you to that or reveal some information to you like this. He got them all around me. So, see, having a relationship with God has been beneficial to me, y'all, it's not just that what he gives to me, but what he protects me from. And, you know, some some people wonder, well, if you were God, why he let them people do that to you? No, that's not how it works. See, there's two forces in this world. There's good and there's evil. And if you succumb to good, that's what you become. That's what you do. 
But everybody don't succumb to good. Some people succumb to evil. Some people's mission is to hate, to destroy, to tear down. And so that force is at work in this world, too. And when that force comes up against me, what God never promised me that I wouldn't see none of that, that I wouldn't see the attacks, that I would not come under fire, that I would not be falsely accused. He didn't say that. Matter of fact, he forewarned me that it would happen. But what he does give me in those moments are moments of comfort and peace, knowing that he's with me. And that no matter what my enemy does to bring me down, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. So come if you want to. Fight if you will. I have a man that has been attacking me since I owned the comedy club in Dallas. He has been on a mission. And then if I don't give him $5 million, he going to do it. He done done everything. He has done everything. Now he done messed around and got himself now claiming in his letters physically ill. And his illnesses and what's befallen his family, he's blaming that on me too. Had Steve Harvey not stressed me out and paid me this money he owed me. Where, where, where you coming with this? He just has kept on and on and on. And you know what? He done messed around and got himself sick. He done messed around, man, got himself in some situation. And can I tell you something? It's been going on since 19, maybe 97. He started the attack when I first went on. No, before that. <laughs> Probably 95. He started the attacks in 95. Every now and then. He done got six lawyers. All the lawyers done dropped the case after they come in and they discover the facts. But he's steady trying. But it's the angels that's around him. And I forewarned him several times, man. Hey, man, if I was you, I'd go ahead on. Because what I'm not going to do is bend. Because, see, you cannot break me because I happen to be a soldier for Christ. I happen to be an imperfect soldier for Christ. There's nothing, man. There's nothing. And oh, oh, and it ain't like a bunch of people done tried now. Oh, y'all been on YouTube. Y'all been on the internet. Oh, they done tried. Oh, they done put some dirt on me, man. That ain't true. But if you keep looking at me, though, and I am not the prize, but if you put your eyes on God, it's where you go. But if you look at me, he's covered me through it all. And that's been the importance of the relationship I form with God is that I know that I'm under his wings, that I'm ever under his ever-loving protection, that he got me. And I just want to share that with you, that if you got, if you're looking for some protection, if, you, if you're looking for a way to have the strength to get through what you're going through, get some God. man. If, 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 if you want a way out, get some God, man. If you've been gangbanging and you're sick of gangbanging, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being on drugs and you're tired of drinking, get you some God, man. If you're tired of being, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you now, if you're trying to make your dreams come true and it look like you ain't going to make it and you still believe that that's for you, get you some God, man. If you're setting a new goal, dream, or aspiration and you're trying to get there and you're going to start out today, get you some God, man. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. 
See, it's real what I'm saying, man. I ain't no fake dude with it. You understand? I'm just telling you real. Get you some God, man, and be patient. Have faith. Believe. Don't doubt. But Lord have mercy, get ready to work your tail off. Did you hear me? Get you some faith. Believe. Don't doubt. And get ready to work your tail off. God can't bless him. You see, a lot, a lot of times we go to God asking for prayers and stuff, but we go to him and we don't give nothing, God nothing to bless. We want blessings, but we don't give him nothing to bless. You make one step, he'll make two. You start, he'll finish. You come, he'll go. You dream it, he'll build it. You start it, he'll finish it. See, you see, you trying everything your way. I'm going to go to court. I had a conversation with a man yesterday. Just sitting, just called me, man, and was just talking about, but Steve, you know, man, I, 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 this dude been owing me $2,300 for four years. I just asked him, have you survived the four without the $2,300? Yeah, man. How much you think you'd have spent trying to get to twenty three hundred? Just a few hundred. Now let me ask you something. Do you have a few hundred more to try to get this twenty three hundred that you've been trying to get for four years? Yeah, I could do that. But do you want to, man? Do you have the time to dedicate four more of your years to try to get twenty three hundred? But Steve, I'm out of work right now. I done fell on some hard times. I could use that money. And I've been praying to God to help me. Yeah, you've been praying to God to help you. God probably got something way greater for you, but you got to let go of your own thinking and let God have his way. You understand? You feel me? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It is here. The moment, the highlight of the early morning. It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about what's about to pop off today. This will be, this show, let me see, let me tell you what it's dedicated to. This show is dedicated to the quarantine. <laughs> the people that's on lockdown. Thank you. Thank you, sir. People that don't, ain't got nobody coming Thanks, over, but want somebody to come over. We are Come here. On. We are visiting your house today. How are you? Man, glad you could have us. We are practicing social distancing. Don't get too close to the radio. We ain't going to get too close to you. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is dedicated to everybody that is quarantined today. And look who's back with us again. Fresh off a of, of self in. In, in induced, yeah. self-imposed quarantine, Shirley what Strawberry. Was he finna say? Hey, induced? good morning, Steve. Self-induced <laughs> like a coma. Yeah. <laughs> good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Shirley Strawberry, and then Carla Farrell. Okay. And then good morning. What's happening, crew? Carla, what's up? The. Let me see what number you at now. The three thousand. 653rd wonder <laughs> of the world kill junior boy Spates. Man, can somebody just come over and stand on my balcony? <laughs> Is that what you want? Just somebody. Want? Ladies and gentlemen, the fool never let us down. 
nephew top. Top of the morning, Uncle Steve. I'm going to lose my family. All right, I see it coming. I see it coming. What are you talking about now? I can't stay with them like this. I don't like this. <laughs> Somebody got to get out this house. Well, Tommy, it's, let your family come stay you with them. me. <laughs> they got to leave. I don't like it. I don't. I, Man. Okay, we what's got the we problem? got married what's, we we got married we loved each other we we were bonded for life uh, we I, I it, it's not then. working that no more this then. is Damn. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> I love her but I like to love her from a distance I need to <laughs> can I go somewhere that, now can't go nowhere nope. Though. No, you gotta right stay now. there, okay? You gotta stay there, all right? But surely. It's till death. It's but why till is death. you, in the air room I go in, you in there? Why is you in the air room I go in? In the chateau. <laughs> in the chateau. <laughs> what, do, but see, Tommy, what do you see, Tommy, want? See, Tommy, you got kids. I do. And you got more than one, so you can go in a room and it always be somebody in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm Why walking in. I'm, I'm walking Why? in rooms, sitting on the edge of the bed, just seeing <laughs> nobody like the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know, Steve I, is losing his mind. I, I, <laughs> call it, call it. I lost my damn mind. I ain't got none no more. <laughs> All right, listen. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer will be in the building. Steve Harvey, right after this. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time for your favorite segment, Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer. That is you. Chief Love Officer. We have some good questions for you. This is from uh, SteveHarveyFM.com. This one's from Anika in Maryland. She says, hey, morning crew. I need some advice with a ridiculous situation. I'm a 35-year-old woman, and my husband is 38. We recently purchased our first home, and since we are on lockdown, Tommy, uh, we decided we'd do some renovations on our house. My husband started in the basement, and I was his helper whenever he needed me. Yesterday, I was upstairs cleaning up, and my husband started screaming like he was being attacked. I ran down to the basement, and he told me he had just seen a spider. Oh, my God. Are you yes, serious? Yes, a darn you... spider. What? Turns out he's terrified of spiders, and I'm just finding this out. I killed the spider and then sprayed the entire basement with bug spray. We live in a wooded area, and spiders are everywhere. Steve... Please give me some advice on how to get this grown butt man to overcome this fear. Well, I can't okay. stand a wuss. Come on. Arachnophobia, right? Well, mm -hmm. it's going to be tough. These fears usually come from childhood. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything. I don't know. Uh -huh. uh, psychologist, psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. I ain't nothing. I ain't really good help. Uh, I think the way to stop it is the next time he does it, you have to go down there and go, what, what? He go, a spider, and then put your hands on your hips and say these words right here. What is your punk ass screaming about? And then walk off. Don't get the bug spray. Don't help him out. Or here's another one. Ah, ah. Walk down there and go, Excuse me. Yeah. 
What is it? A spider? Good. Walk off. Here's another one. Ain't nobody coming down there to kill another damn spider. <laughs> and that's it. You ain't got to just, you, you can help him get out of it. Oh, my God. I hope the kids never see this in you. And you have to do that. And if you don't, then the, the fear continues. That's all. Okay. So, so it, you, you don't like the fact that it's a man being afraid of a spider or just period? No, because, I don't like that it's a man being okay. afraid of the spider. I don't, you Why cannot. Well, you can be afraid. I mean, men have fears. Yeah. That's that's normal. You can't let your girl see it though. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry you though. See it. You're right about or that. else your ass gets a letter on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's all <laughs> yes. I'm saying to you. <laughs> all right, here's one from Charmaine Steve in Richmond, Virginia. She says, I started dating a married man last September. Only because he told me he ain't was getting wrong. a divorce. Let me say this. Ain't, huh? ain't, ain't nothing wrong with Be that. Quiet. Don't talk. Okay, this is for the CLO. Thank you. Oh, we had a good relationship until when, until recently when uh, we all had to be quarantined. He told me he had to stay home with his wife because it wouldn't look right in court if he left her now. He also told me that his divorce process is on hold until the country gets back to work. Since he's <laughs> since he's home with his wife, we haven't communicated much. Part of me thinks he's miserable over there with her, but then my intuition says he may be liking it, uh, and the togetherness might fix his marriage. Steve, you've been divorced, so what do you think is going on over there? <laughs> he quarantined. Mm-hmm. He can't he can't leave his wife come over there with you. He quarantined. He. It, it's nothing you can say. What What is he going to tell his wife where he going? He can't say he going to work. He can't That's say close. he going to the store. It's going to take close. too long. What store did you go to? He ain't got no damn doctor's appointments. What What can he say? Listen to me. Excuse me, ma'am. You 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 had a good re- you had a good relationship with a man that's married until recently, mm-hmm. and everything going to hell right now. Yeah, yeah. including your little <laughs> affair with yeah. your married man. Mm-hmm. It's gone to hell. Well, I don't even know what you're tripping about. Yeah. Can I not, say it, something? Uh, all number twos, chill out, okay? What do you mean? They'll be you back mean? to you soon. Just wait. All right, we're going through some right now. We can't oh, get there right now. We, some we, of them I mean, I'm, I'm may not, not we, never. Not we, I'm, I'm not we. Some of them can't. may never get back to you. Uh, yeah, wow. He not yours. Wow. Well, he uh, he coming back. Wait a minute. Uh, he coming no, back. No, you don't know this. Yeah, no, we don't. Uh, he, yeah, uh, he no, Tommy. Back. No, no, Tommy. Let me explain something to you. This quarantine is doing some things. Right. This quarantine on the positive. People. Yeah, on the is. positive, mm-hmm. it's bringing families closer together. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It's on the positive, it's actually causing people to realize what's important and what's not. It, it, on it the is. positive, mm-hmm. it's causing a lot of men to go, wow, wait a minute, man. I could lose something really valuable to me messing around with something that ain't mm-hmm. nothing but a side piece. Hey, man, it ain't all negative. Now, some divorce is going to come out of this. Yeah. It's some people that ain't going to ever speak relax. to each other. Oh, it's going to be some that once this clears up and I get out the house, I'm, I'm never coming back. Never coming oh, back. Oh, that's, that's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. But it's a lot Dang. of healing going on, too. It is, Steve. It is. I agree. Yeah. But, but, Uncle Steve, I just want number twos to know. 
I don't like that when you do that. Ain't no hope yep. for twos. Twos nah. don't get promotion. Twos yes, don't they... become ones. No, they don't. Yes. Show me a two that's become a number one. I'm, I'm not going to do that right, right here. If she come by my Hello? Hello? <laughs> Show me a number two that Uh-oh, has become Junior a number one. What did Junior, Junior, what did Junior just say? Well, I just said she could come, she can get promoted if she just come by my house. Just somebody. <laughs> but see, that's not a promotion. You want a number one. Yeah. I yeah, keep but, telling I'm y'all, twos don't become one. Man. Why you don't like twos? I don't like I, that you don't like twos. It's All not right, that well, I got, don't like twos. We gotta go, guys. Just quit thinking you finna be a one. If you signed up for two, too. they twos perfect people. people. If you sign up for number two, you'll be a two. You can't be a one. Coming up, yeah, I, nephew you Tommy go, which, is You're not gonna be with, aggressive, though. You're not okay, gonna do that listen. with these two. Okay, listen, go ahead. guys. Coming up, Nephew Tommy is here, as you heard, as you can hear. He's here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news and her coronavirus update. In entertainment news, Idris Elba's crew, they're not happy with how... He announced uh, that he tested positive for the coronavirus. The Summer Olympics is finally postponed. And Tom Hanks' wife, Rita Wilson, she's rapping a naughty by nature uh, while being quarantined over in Australia. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Yeah. But right now, it is the nephew here to run that prank back. What you got for his nephew? Shirley, this goes out to the beautiful Miss Helen, your your mother. Oh, thank Aqua you. Aqua Boogie. This, this is, is her, her favorite. favorite prank call. Yes. This is her favorite yes. prank call. Aqua Boogie. Let's go. Cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Quincy please. This is. Hey, how are you? My name is Maurice. Maurice calling you from the power company. How you doing today? Uh, I'm all right. What's up? Well, listen, we're doing some testing in your neighborhood. We're trying to make sure we don't have to actually shut the power down out there. And uh, we're, we're calling around to uh, quite a few people in your neighborhood running some tests on individual homes and making sure the uh, electricity is running correctly. Um, can I get you to do a few things for me and see if and the, and the quicker we get through with this, sir, and it's a possibility we won't have to turn your power off at all. I know you don't want us to have to come out and turn power off and you got stuff in your refrigerator that can spoil and things like that. So we want to try to get this done and hopefully the power with the, with the test that we run, it'll, it'll, it'll run correctly and we won't have to do anything, okay? Uh, I don't know nothing about no electricity, though, you know what I'm saying? So No, 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 I understand yeah. that. Don't worry about that. All right. Uh, here's what I need you to do. Now, how big is your house? What do you, how many bedrooms you got? Four bedrooms. Four bedrooms. Now, uh, you have upstairs, downstairs? It's two stories. Okay. All right. So here's what we need to do. Um... If you can... This ain't going to take long, though, right? I got it because I'm in a hurry, man. I ain't going to have a lot of time. No, no, no. This, 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 this won't take long at all, sir. Can oh. I get you to take your breaker and shut down everything upstairs? And we're going to run a test on the stuff downstairs right now. It'll be real quick. All right. Just shut, just shut everything off? I want you to keep the downstairs open and keep that so we, can, so we can run our test on this thing. All right. Everything's shut. Everything's down. Okay, you, you turned off Everything. upstairs. I just turned off all the switches. Okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to uh, turn on your television and then turn it off. Downstairs? Downstairs. How many TVs you got downstairs? I got two TVs downstairs. Let's turn them both on. Hang on. Just turn them on? Yeah, just turn them on. You got them on? I got one on. Hang on. Let's try to turn that other one on. All right, they both on. Okay, now you got a microwave in your kitchen? Yeah, I got a microwave. Okay, turn that on. 
It's already on, man. I can see the lights on. It's got the clock on it. That's got that double Atron thing that's going through there. It's a whole different type of current. I just want to make I don't know nothing about what you're talking about, but I got to get to work, man. So the microwave's on. It's running. No, no, no. I want you to actually turn it on. I want you to actually push like a minute or two on that thing. What's that got to do with anything, man? Come on now. I mean, what I got to do? No, this is a test, sir. What I don't want to have to do is come out there and turn your power off. And I don't want to do that. You got a lot of food in your fridge, I'm sure, right? All right. All right. Hey, look, it's on. Microwave's on. TV's on. Okay. Now, open your refrigerator. The electricity works downstairs. Okay, but listen, I I know, but what we got to do is we got to make sure that this stuff isn't overpowered. Now, can you open your refrigerator? Yeah, yeah, man. Do you see the uh, button that that, uh, actually has, you can turn, you can push it and the light will go out, you know what I'm talking about? Come on, man. You ain't got nobody to just be able to check something outside, man. I mean, I'm in the fridge. I, I understand, but push that button five times for me and see what it does. The the what? The the light button? Yeah, push that light button five times. Come on, man. All right, does it, did it go off and on every yeah, time? Yeah, it's did off it? and on, man. There's, 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 ain't nothing wrong with the refrigerator. The refrigerator's plugged in, man. Okay. Now here's what I want you to do. Right there, if you're in the kitchen, turn your sink on for me. Turn the sink on. What they got to do with electricity, man? Well, see, that's a nitro current. That's a nitro current. You wouldn't understand that, but I need you to turn that on for me, too. Just turn it on full blast. Got it on? I got it on. Okay, now go in your master bedroom. I can turn it off? No, let that water run. Go in your master bedroom and go in the bath for me. I appreciate you helping me out on this. Man, Quincy. come on, man. Quincy, I appreciate you. I'm in a you. hurry. I mean, everything, it's, everything's working. I'm in, the, I'm in the bath. What's up? Okay. Flush that toilet for me, Quincy. Say what? Flush that toilet for me. Flush the toilet? Yeah, flush that toilet. Man, it ain't even electrical. What it is, it's an it's a, it's a aqua boogie. Man, look, you need to get somebody. I'm, okay. I'm going to flush the toilet. It ain't no electrical plugs or nothing in this area, man. Right, I understand that. You don't see what it is. This is an aqua boogie current that flows through that water. Fl- flush that thing for me one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Toilet works, man. You ain't got nobody in the area that could come out here and just check this shit out, man. Quincy, I'm trying my best not to come out and and, 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 and and turn your power off. And I know you got somewhere to go. Why you gonna like turn you my power off, man? You supposed to be making sure the power stay on. Right, I understand that. Now, do you have Quincy, do you have a blender? Yeah, I got a blender, man. I got a blender, I got a TV, I got a refrigerator, and they all work. The toilet works, everything works. All right, what I want you to do is get this blender, and we'll just throw you a few cues of eyes or something in there and turn that thing on for me. Come on, man. We're almost done. I got to get to work, man. Just work with me, the Quincy. Blender. I appreciate it, man. This is just a blender. Come on, man. This is some good Yeah, that's that isometric current. Oh, that's that you working this house, man. Good. You need to check the next house. You don't have no problems with no smoothies or nothing in that thing, do you? You serious? Man, what the hell that got to do with anything, man? I got to get to work. I understand. Said this shit I understand. Was Listen, be a minute, man. This going too far. Okay. Have somebody come out here or do this because I need to get to my job. And I, I, and I understand that. Job. Well, I could just call and have people go through the damn house playing scavenger hunt. I got to get to work. Okay. Now listen, Quincy. One last thing. Are you able to shut that breaker, put that breaker back on, and then shut off downstairs and then go upstairs and check some stuff for me? Shut off what? Shut off the breaker downstairs. Go ahead and turn it off. I'm not shutting off no breaker downstairs. I shut off the one upstairs. We didn't turn on every damn thing down here. You didn't have me. I got the blender. I didn't turn on the microwave, the refrigerator. Come on, man. Flushing the toilets and I got to get to work. Quincy, I need you to lose this attitude you got. I need you to get somebody down here to do this 
my electricity in my house work. It worked for you, call me. The only thing that ain't work is my ain't at work because I'm here doing this bull playing off and on. Get somebody in here. This work. Now don't piss me off and make me turn it all the way off. Piss you off. My work. And when I get back from work, my still should be on. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Quincy. It better be the last thing. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, Gail. Gail better be in a witness protection program, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me turn this water off, man. You got me. Uh, Hey, man, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> That's got to be the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> and Tommy, uh, you call me again, they going to be the show used to have Tommy on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, some entertainment news and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, the International Olympic Committee is finally uh, announcing the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. They've said that the uh, they will postpone the Olympics to 2021 due to, of course, Jesus. the coronavirus pandemic. Wow. Yeah. And wow. this, Steve, wow. is the first time that the Olympic Games have been postponed. So. Ever. Wow. Yeah. Since yeah. I've been alive. In history. Now, yeah. I done seen a bunch of Olympics, mm-hmm. man. God, mm-hmm. dog. These are yeah. the summer Olympics? Yeah. No yeah. basketball yeah. again. Yeah. That's track and field. Hey, basketball. No track. The, Junior, you don't watch the Summer Olympics for basketball. Oh, they do have a U.S. basketball team. I know they do. Olympics. Absolutely they do, but that's not why you watch it, dog. You watch why you track watch it, dog. Why you watch it, dog? Why you watch track and field, field. Yeah, track I and watch field. that. Don't nobody care yeah. about the USA basketball team. Don't nobody care about that. <laughs> oh, I, I Please like don't say that team. aloud. <laughs> hey, uh, who is, who, who's the fastest guy now since the brother out of Jamaica is gone? I mean, he's not he's not running. Usain Bolt. Usain, yeah. Usain. Since Usain is gone, you know, he finished the last Olympics. Uh, Who's the fastest guy now? That boy Gay is up. Uh, and what's his name? Still running. Uh, uh, the dog skin brother. Uh, what's his name? He respects Usain Bolt. Gay has run a long time, man. Gay, uh, what's this cat's name? I'm looking at his face. Brown skin, mm. dark skin dude. Muscular. Hitler mustache. Mm. Oh, that's every track person. What are you talking about? I'm like, mm, you sound cute. <laughs> that's, that's Dark muscular person. with the Hitler cute. mustache. With, with the Hitler mustache. We'll look him up. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll, we'll figure out who that is. So anyway, the Olympics will be next year, though, they're saying. In uh, other entertainment news, Idris Elba's um, coronavirus diagnosis has not set well with his co-workers. Idris thinks he was exposed on March 4th, but uh, he didn't go into isolation until March 13th. Now, in the days following his, his exposure, he was at an event in London. Uh, he was in Santa Fe, New Mexico, rehearsing with his co-stars and crew members for the upcoming Netflix movie, 
Uh, Idris' production crew is upset about it, and uh, they're saying he didn't communicate with them about his potential risks uh, after his positive test. Meanwhile, his wife, Idris' wife, Sabrina, has tested positive for the virus as well. Uh, in other news, Wendy Williams says she's ready to risk it all and get back to work. Her show is on hiatus, of course, um, you know, due to COVID-19. When? You're going to risk it all to get back to your show? <laughs> no. But uh, she's going to have to wait because the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, everybody's hero right now, uh, he, he's just I love like a him. real, real I love leader him. right hey, now. He's doing hey, great, dog. man. Real he's doing leader. great. Hey, dog, my shows yes, are on hold. I'm not Everybody's willing to risk show is it on all to go back to work. Yeah. That don't make sense. Risk well, it all. Man, please. Mm. Uh, anyway, New York uh, Governor go, uh, Andrew Cuomo issued an executive order. He's directed all non-essential businesses to close. Also, some good news. Uh, Tom Hanks' wife, Rita Wilson, she's doing okay. While being quarantined over in Australia, she posted a video on social media rapping to hip-hop hooray by Naughty by Nature, so she's having a good time. Yeah, she's having a real good. good time. She's recovering well. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you need somebody like that that's actually got it and surviving so everybody can quit thinking it's a death sentence. Yeah, now, is it dangerous? Very much oh, so. If you have a pre-existing condition, is it dangerous? Absolutely. But man, yeah. let's at least have some bit of hope, some type of faith. True. That's true. All right, Steve, we're going to switch gears here and get caught up on today's headlines. Take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And thank you. This is Andrew for the news. Good morning, everybody. The latest worldwide number of coronavirus infections is 372,563. That's worldwide. 372,563. 16,381 people have died. While here in the U.S., there are 41,708 infections with 573 deaths. Now, former presidential hopeful Amy Klobuchar says her husband has tested positive for the coronavirus. The Minnesota Senator said he's being hospitalized in Virginia. But with all that, looks like the president wants people to focus not on the coronavirus pandemic, but beyond it. We have a large team working on what the next steps will be once the medical community gives a region the okay, meaning the okay to get going, to get back. Let's go to work. Our country wasn't built to be shut down. Trump says he's worried about the economic impact of the government's response to the coronavirus. In fact, Trump says he expects to begin rolling back recommendations for social distancing and stuff in some weeks, not months. The nation's governors have been taking the lead in telling schools and certain businesses, though, to close as for pe- and also for people to stay home. You know what? According to a recent NPR PBS NewsHour Marist poll, Democrats and Republicans, believe it or not, divided over whether the corona pandemic is a real threat. Most Democrats say COVID-19 is threatening, but a growing number of Republicans are not convinced. And that's even as coronavirus numbers continue to rise. The survey says the Republicans have, uh, for instance, last month, seven out of 10 members of the GOP said they thought the virus was serious and a threat, but now only four out of 10 do. And the numbers have been rising. Interestingly enough, half of the respondents say they didn't trust what the news media was saying, while a larger percentage of those surveys said they didn't trust what President Trump was saying. Another drive through coronavirus testing units opened in Florida, a sprawling retirement community in central Florida there. Congress and the White House trying to work out a stimulus agreement about a $2 trillion rescue plan for the economy. This compromise package would push tents of billions of dollars to hospitals and healthcare providers. 
It would send direct checks to millions of American households. We're very close to reaching a deal, very close. And we're hopeful, even confident, that we will meet that goal. So cross your fingers, we don't know what's going on. So far, the Democrats say that the Republican plan is too kind to corporations and give nothing really pretty much to average Americans. Rhode Island, the latest to postpone their presidential primary. And finally, Neil Diamond's trying to help people during the pandemic. He's changed the words of his famous song, Sweet Caroline. Hands, washing hands. <laughs> reaching out, well, not reaching out. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we have more CLO questions for the chief love officer. Please, can you bring him in? Got him Um, right here. He's always present. (laughs) This one's from Deborah in Teaneck, New Jersey. She says, I'm a 41-year-old single mom, and I've been dating a nice man. How old is she? She's 41. She's single. Uh She's a mother. She's been dating a nice man, Steve, for close to a year now. She says she used to seeing him every day, and she says we satisfy each other's needs every day. Yes, every day, exclamation mark. But now she says, I have a problem because my boyfriend is a transit driver and he's still working every day because he goes out and it is exposed to people daily. He told me that he does not want to risk my health, so he stopped coming to see me. I have not seen him in almost two weeks, and at first I thought he would get over the quarantine rules and come over and please me, but he will not do it. I've tried to be kinky on FaceTime with him, but he's yeah. not into that. Okay. I appreciate his concern for my health, but I can't help but think something else is going on. Am I just bored and paranoid? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or selfish. Mm. Whoa. See, well, now, okay. if the guy is practicing what they told him to do, and wants to limit you getting exposed to him being exposed to all these people he got on trans. And, and he trying not to come out. What's 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 the matter with that? You know, I mean, I would I would accept that. Yeah. But you want every day. Well, ain't nothing happening every day, no damn. Month. <laughs> mm, For nobody. Yeah. Nowhere. Watch the Nowhere. News. What you say, Steve? Turn yeah. Off. All you gotta do is turn news on. Ain't nothing yeah. happening every day no more. You Everybody's know, stranded. Yeah. Hey, and, I used to go to brave. work every day. Yeah, that ain't right. happening no more. Right, and you look know, at him. He's a brave man going out there yeah. every day. I know people stuff. used to go to the store every day. Every day. And go to mm-hmm. Starbucks every day. It ain't every happening day. no more. It ain't happening. Uh-huh. It's not happening. I well, used to leave my house every, every. day. <laughs> that ain't happening no more. Next question, Shirley. Nah, and he ain't man, coming over there. With All right, and she's, from, she's selfish. All right, here we go. Uh, Lynthia. In Chicago, she says, hello, I'm 23 years old. I'm still a virgin. I've had the absolute worst whoa, 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 experiences. Slow down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tommy, back, Tommy, back. just let her read the question. Fool. But, uh, did you hear that first line? She's 23 years old. She's still a virgin. What's, what's yeah. wrong? And we're running out of time. Now, you want to stop I'm... her from being a virgin. I, I assume. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This dude. You hear that? What the hell going on? <laughs> oh, yeah, Lord Jesus. It. What the hell the world many, coming to? Now, why is she over there know? by her damn self? Sir. Go ahead, sir. All right, I don't know if we'll have time to finish nah, this. No, we ain't got it, but go yeah, ahead we'll, and read it anyway. Yeah, I can't finish it. We'll we'll talk about it when we come back, Steve. Yeah, All right. And we'll hear what Tommy's response is. I'm not going to say nothing because you get some. You changed, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so everybody knows where we are in this country right now. We're uh, updated just about every day, Steve, with uh, the president and uh, his coronavirus update. Did you see him uh, yesterday? I'm I'm feeling a little bit less and less comfortable with him as a leader because he he intertwines too much of his own personal. The other day it was, it's really hard for a rich guy to run for president. Hey man, oh. nobody needs to hear that at this time. Not we this need time. information, right. we need right. results, and we need some logistics going on. And then, he, you know, he's talking about Mitch McConnell came out and talked about how the Democrats are slowing down the stimulus package. See, what they're trying to do is turn this thing that really got out of hand yes. because our leader said that for two weeks this was a hoax. We could have been two weeks <laughs> further up the road if he wasn't saying it was a hoax. But right. now Actually, the stimulus package, Honestly. let me help y'all understand something. This stimulus package is designed for a few things. They're trying to keep companies alive and thriving, you know, whether it's auto or, or something like that. But now it's important for him to keep the businesses alive. And he's correct in that when this war with the virus is over, you still want to be able to get back and have an economy. But what the Democrats are over there fighting for is not enough of this stimulus package is going to get itself down to the people who are hurting right now. He keeps saying he's concerned with the worker, but his concern with the worker is at the upper level to keep the companies open. What you need to have open so the workers have somewhere to go. But the Democrats know that there's a deeper problem going on down there, whether you're working or not right now. And we got to get this problem solved. And he's got more of the efforts of the stimulus package coming from the Republicans to take care of the businesses instead of taking care of the business. And I'm excuse me, instead of taking care of the people. Now, people, if right. you say that you need the businesses to stay alive, which is true, so the people mm-hmm. will have jobs to go back to. That's the mm-hmm. truth. But there are other problems, too. And the Democrats are trying to make sure that the people at the bottom survive, too. See, yeah. a company can go two months without a check. Mm-hmm. Right. The regular person can't. Right. True that. Right. That's true. See, right. see right. GM going to survive. Ford going to survive two months down. Yeah. The worker is going to be hurting yeah. if oh, he don't get a check industry. for two months. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. airlines, they airlines, man. They you know don't what? find let, a way. Let me ask you about that. Let me ask you about that, Uncle Steve. When, when the airline says, the airlines has made billions of dollars. Let's just say on an annual basis, you made billions of dollars. Why is it that they now, they almost saying they almost finna be bankrupt because. Well, you know, look, man. What is big that? business. Big business can't report everything is profit. They got to give out dividends. They got to pay out salaries, and they got to they got to make it appear as though, overhead. yeah, that they they got so much overhead that they can't make money. All them airlines was making money. Why they open? All of them. But now, now when it gets tight, you got to you you got to do what your tax return said you did now. You can't just all of a sudden show up with a whole bunch of cash reserves and and then expose the tax loopholes that you jump through. That's the whole reason behind Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. We're going to go after big business and make them pay their fair share because they know big business jumps through the loopholes in the tax system. That's what they know. That's the American way. 
But rich people have to protect that way because how else they going to be rich if they don't protect mm-hmm. that way? Man, so yep. it's it's a crazy situation. And what the, the the that great mayor, the great governor up there in in uh, in uh, New York, and mayor is saying, "Hey, man, we got to get this stuff solved." And they know how to solve it. But guess what, man? Yeah, they need federal help. They they right. got they to government. they got to yeah. pay people to help them because America. Until you get down here with us grassroots folks. America ain't designed to help people. That ain't what it's designed for, man. Sorry. Sorry. What do you mean, Steve? That's what this is about, man. Somebody got to get paid. Oh, boy. All right. Um, Mm. Coming up, it's the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, we have a big problem, sis. Mm. But right Uh now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev? Can I paint your wife naked? Okay, Steve, so you're just not going to say anything? You're just going to sit there? No, I'm I'm done. I'm done. What what do you need to say? What do you need to say? Did you hear the title of the prank? Can I paint your wife naked? I, it's it's every day. Shirley, this started happening to you around 2003. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two years. Well, yeah, 2002, I think, yeah. This been ago. happening to me since 1967. Oh, Can I paint your wife naked? Wife, wife. I wife. said that. Can I paint your wife naked? Oh. That's a color. <laughs> what? Why? What's the color? Why? <laughs> he didn't get that F.E. in there, Junior. White. <laughs> Can I paint your wife naked? Let's go, Kendo. Hello? Hello, I wish to speak with a Mr. please. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Sebastian. I am with the um, Art Institute. And I wanted to give you a call about, um, I have a huge showing coming up where I'm going to be displaying my portfolio and all of my drawings within it. But I have one drawing that I'm looking to display that I have not put on canvas yet. And I'm looking to take something uh, uh, of essence to put on canvas. And I wanted to right. call you about getting permission. Well, wait, hold on, dog. Just to stop you right now, I don't, I don't do that, all right? I'm not a model. That's not my profession. So... You would not waste your time no more, you know what I'm saying? Just no, go no, ahead and go. Uh, Mr. Mr. I don't think you understand that my showing is going to have some very important people there. Okay. I am, like I said before, with the Art Institute. Okay, and yeah, but like I said, dog, I don't do that. That's not me. I mean, dog, I, I hate it. You know, how, what, was you just calling folks up? You a solicitor or something? I mean, y'all just randomly picking out folks and trying to trying to get them to, to model up? Man, I ain't sir, trying to break sir, 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 Mr. No, I'm not just randomly calling people. I, I actually have done research in order to get your number. What what I'm doing is I, I'm not calling you as far being a model that I'm going to portray on canvas, but you have something far more greater visually that I would like what? to behold on canvas. Now, you're married to your wife is am I oh. correct? Oh, whoa, 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 dog. No, for real, who is this? Seriously, I, I mean, because like, I can get my number. How, no, my how name? you get my number? Because you're talking about my wife and stuff? Well, sir, my how do you name, know my wife? 
My name is Sebastian. I am with the Art Institute. What I'm trying to do is capture and, and, and immortalize the beauty of essence on canvas. Okay, yo, for real though, you, you just can't, you, you, you don't talk about my wife, all right? So I'm not, I, sir, I, I, I'm not, I'm not call, calling in a negative manner towards your wife. I want to, I want to immortalize her and, and capture her on canvas. The okay. beauty that she beholds. I've seen your wife several times. You guys reside. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You see my wife? Wait, wait where do you I, see I, my wife at? What? Why you? I, why I, you? Why you watching my wife? I've seen her. She she shops on 125th Street in Harlem. I've seen her so many times there, and she holds all the beauty that an artist would like to put on canvas. Uh, like I said before, I have a huge showing in May. You're welcome to come out as well. Yeah, There's going to uh -huh. be so many important people there, but I want to, to call and get permission from you about painting your wife. No, you ain't got that permission, Playboy. You just can't You just can't go around following my wife and, and, and trying to mortalize her, whatever you just said, all right? So, so no. I, I, but I, I would like to let you know, I, I have taken the liberty myself. I have painted your wife's head. What? Yo, you have lost your damn mind. You can't be just walking around here painting folks' heads. You got to get permission for that? What's wrong with you? Yo, you are crazy. You don't understand. Your wife holds the essence that every artist wants to. I don't care what she holds. You can't be going around painting folks' heads. What's wrong with you? Sir, that's the reason why I'm calling, trying to get permission from you. I, Sebastian, want to put your wife on canvas because she holds the essence that every artist wants to behold. She mortalized the beauty of canvas. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. You telling me you walking around Harlem painting my wife's head? What kind sir, of is that? What the are you doing, dude? Yo, sir, you, sir, you... I'm only trying to complete my portfolio. Oh, no. I no, no. Your portfolio. Here, listen to this. If I see my wife's head anywhere, I don't care, newspaper, magazine, I don't care where, billboard, wherever, yo, I'm going to find your and I'm going to whoop your Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm going to sue the you. You understand that? Sir, I don't want to have a duel with you, sir. A duel? What the is a duel? What the is they do? What they do? In fact, what name is Sebastian? What kind of name is that Sebastian? Sir. All I want to do is paint your wife in her rawest and purest form. That's what all the does raw and purest form mean? What, what the do you want? Seriously. I want to paint your wife. I, I want to paint her in the nude. Are you out your mind? No, 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 no. That's what you should do. Tell me where you at. You want to paint something? I'll give you something to paint. Tell me where you at. 125th. Meet me 125th. That's what's up. I want to whoop your Meet me. Meet me. Paint me. Paint me. You out your mind talking about you want to paint my wife in the nude. I'm going to take them brushes and stick them up your Mr. She holds the essence that every person should be. I don't give a what she holds. I don't give a Be out your mind for asking me some like that. Sir, I must ask you. Do you think that you are the only person that has seen your wife in the nude. Surely there's been men before you that have seen her in the nude. Oh, that. Who the f are you? Man, my wife ain't no mother. You call my wife a f Is that what you saying? Are you calling my wife a f you. I want to paint no. your wife in the beauty that she behind on canvas. What the f did you not understand? I just said you. No. I told you, meet me on the corner of 125th and claim power. I got one more thing. I'd like to say to you. Say it. This is Matthew.
Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. <laughs> what? What? This is this is nephew this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. Oh. Oh man, yo man, yo yeah, y'all. Man. Oh, I was moving furniture in here, dude. <laughs> Tommy, you got me, dog. Oh, man, y'all got me. It was Sebastian, sir. Yeah, dude. Where the f*** you get Sebastian, bro? I, I was about to whoop your and Sebastian's <laughs> I was to paint brushes, and I was about to paint all of them with your <laughs> Hey, he told me, man. He said, man, he oh, said he loved his wife to Hell get yeah. part. I said, all right, well, let, me, let me say this right now. <laughs> loves you. <laughs> <laughs> let me get one more thing from you, man. What is yeah. the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio <laughs> show in the land. Yeah, man. It's Steve Harvey in the morning show, man. <laughs> oh, you ain't never painted nobody white before? Boy, don't even talk to me about nobody white. I just, can talk just, to you. You know, just, just Has, Have you ever painted anybody's Wife. See, my biggest fear is that I'm going to end up in jail trying to protect your ass. That's my biggest fear. Wow. Mm. That's can my I, can biggest I, can fear. I, can, can I ask you something? Why you don't like me? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we don't really Did it just get real? <laughs> we, they why, really you, why, you don't, why you don't like this? Why today? do you not like me? We ain't got me. time for this today. And Lord, <laughs> not in front of this nation. You like <laughs> all your other nieces and nephews. Every but last you do one. Not like me. Mm. He said, We ain't got time. Tommy, he loves you, though. And not in front of this nation. All right. All right, listen. We got to get out of here and get into the strawberry letter subject. Oh, my goodness. We have a big problem, sis. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for the strawberry letter for today. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. So Buckle up. Back. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. <laughs> Did you hear me talking? Oh, I, I heard. Uh, the, the fact uh, that I get to do my intro yeah, is you here. Because when he not here, ugh, I mean, when, when you not here, he don't want me saying nothing. He, mm. he, just, he don't like me. You mean you mean you mean don't want you saying nothing like now when she could be reading the letter? You don't like you don't like me unless. But he loves we'll you. Talk about he loves you. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. All right, subject. We have a big problem, sis. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been divorced for four years, and my seven-year-old child is caught up in a dysfunctional mess with me and my ex-husband. After my divorce, I found out that my older sister was having an affair with my husband. Throughout the divorce, she was my rock, and I turned to her for advice since she'd been divorced three times. All of the signs were there that they could have been messing around, but I was going through hell, so I didn't notice. My sister had started calling me at work a lot, and I thought it was to check on me, but I found out later that she was making sure I was at work so she could be alone with my husband in our bed. When it all came out, I felt so stupid. It seemed as if my husband was relieved to give me the details. 
Well, fast forward to present day, my sister lives with my ex-husband and they are planning to get married. This has torn up my entire family. My son knows that his mommy and his auntie don't get along, but he does not know why. He constantly asks me why his auntie lives with his daddy instead of me and him living with his daddy. All I told him is that his auntie hurt his mommy really bad. I have never said anything negative about his daddy to him. He's too young to understand. I have told my ex that our son does not need to stay with him right now because it's confusing to him. My ex is so very nasty toward me and still has no remorse for what he's done. So he insists that he gets weekend visitation. For four years, I've been bitter and angry and want to hurt both of them. Someone mentioned counseling to me, but I need a little more than that. I need peace in my life and in my son's life. How can we move on from this and be happy? Wow. Uh, You're a really good person to not have, you know, done something physical and and violent to both of them. I must tell you, some sort, you know, even if if it's at a low level, some sort. I mean, I I really have to commend you for that. I'm I'm a person, I'm a woman that has two brothers. I always wanted sisters because I always, you know, just wanted that closeness. She could be my BFF. We could bond, all of that. But clearly, this is not the case uh, in in your situation with you and your sister. I mean, she's ratchet and, and trifling. She really is. I mean, calling your job to see if you were at work so she could be with your husband in your bed. Now she's living with him. You divorced because he was cheap. This is just awful. I mean, and I can imagine how this has torn your family apart and he doesn't seem to care your ex-husband what effect this has on your seven-year-old son that's really where your focus should be how is he going to come out of all of this so to you i gotta tell you you gotta be strong right now for the both of you because this kid is confused okay so Daddy's not living with us, Mommy, but he is still in the family because he's living with Auntie now. Can you imagine how confusing that is for a child? And then your ex-husband wants visitation on the weekend, so he's going to be over there still with his daddy, your sister, who now might be his stepmom slash auntie. I mean, the confusion and and craziness of it of of all of this. But, you know, he's going to find out. She's been divorced three times. He's going to find out why in just a few short minutes. He will be, I'm sure, uh, ex-husband number four when this is all over with because she is trifling. She is ratchet, your older sister. I mean, of all the men in the world, she goes after your your man, your husband. I mean, and right in your face. Um, yeah. Uh, but how do you get through it? This is a tough one right here. I'm going to have to tell you, if you can, yes, I want you to go to some counseling for sure, for sure, for you and your son. And this is hard. You're going to have to try to find it in your heart to forgive them in this situation because that's one of the cleanest ways you can move on with your life. I mean, that's hard if you can. You know, I didn't say forget, but you're going to have to try and forgive them if you can. That's what I have for you. Steve? All right. uh, Before I read through this letter, I want to make this statement right here. That nothing I'm about to say is what I really want to say. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. 
You want to cuss, mm. don't you? Well, it's not yeah. so much to cuss, but <laughs> you do though. What I want to do to the both of them, I can't say oh, on the radio or recommend. So let mm. me take this approach to this. This woman's been divorced and she's got a seven-year-old that caught up in this dysfunctional mess. Her ex-husband, after your divorce, after the divorce now, this is after divorce, you find out that my older sister was having an affair with my husband. Okay, so I'm sim- now you found this out after divorce. This is your saving grace in this whole thing that you found out after you got the divorce. God spared you knowing this during for a particular reason. And you turned to her for advice because she'd been divorced three times and she did something to make you think she was okay. When I come back, I'm going to tell you the grace in all of this that you have. There is an upside to this. Okay, Steve, hang on. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. We have a problem, sis. This woman, been divorced four years, got a seven-year-old child who's in this dysfunctional mess. Her ex-husband, she found out after the divorce that found out that her older sister was having an affair with the husband that you got the divorce from. Now, there's a reason why you didn't know this during because that would have been gut-wrenching. I'm pretty sure it is now, but at least you got the divorce. Now, during the divorce, she was your rock, and you turned to her for advice, you know, because she'd been divorced three times. I don't know what advice you get from somebody that's been divorced three times, except, especially when you're going through a divorce, except just how to get through divorcing. That's the best advice, especially when you find out that all the signs that were there, that they had been messing around, but you didn't notice. Your sister was calling you at work. You thought it was to check on you, but you found out she was making sure you was at work so she could be along with my husband in our bed. Okay, now that's trifling. Let me tell you what's wrong here. You have discovered after the marriage that two of the most despicable trifling people were in your life. You had a bad husband, you got a bad sister, and it's led to a bad situation. These two people right here are the worst of the worst. The blessing is you had, you got a chance to get away from one of them. Now the problem with siblings is you don't get to pick them. You're born with them. Because you're sisters don't mean you have to be friends. You and your sister are not friends. Now, Shirley said a good thing. Shirley said you have to forgive. I don't know how you forgive this right here, but you do have to move on from it. Now, when it all came out, you say you felt stupid. And then it seemed as if my husband was relieved to give you the details. Well, number one, he had been living a lie. So giving you the details also was to make you feel a couple of things. Number one, like something was your fault. And number two, it was your sister's fault. See, dudes that open up about stuff like this is to say to him, some of this, if I hadn't have been around in this situation with you and your family, 
it well, half of it's your fault and the rest of it's your sister's fault. Now, fast forward to present day, your sister live with your ex-husband and they planning on getting married. How you think that's going to work, as Shirley pointed out? She's been divorced three times and she done slept with her sister's husband. What type of blessing you think finna be on this mess right here? Thank God you out of it. See, oftentimes when God pulls us through stuff, we mess up by dabbling back into stuff. Well, now your son is another problem. He knows that his mommy and his auntie don't get along. Well, that's cool. You can explain that. Quit taking him over there. He constantly asks me why his auntie live with his daddy, though. That's a little bit of trouble. And if he's seven, he going to school, somebody else going to ask, too. Instead of, he wants to know instead of why you and him don't live with your daddy. I told him that his auntie hurt his mommy really bad. I've never said anything negative about his daddy to him. He's too young to understand. I've told my ex that our son does not need to stay with him right now because it's confusing to him, which is a true statement. But now he has no relationship with his father, which is probably worse. So I don't know that since this is causing some confusion in him as to why his daddy is staying with his auntie and not staying with him and his mama, I, that confusion is going to exist whether he sees his dad or not. But him not seeing his father, he needs that. He may not be a good husband. He could be a good father, though. My ex is so very nasty towards me and still has no remorse for what he's done. Well, he's nasty towards you because that's a defense mechanism. He got to be nasty towards you because you have every right to be nasty towards him. But kindness kills, baby. Oh, if you were to just be kind to him and his ex-wife, him and your sister, it would kill him. Now, it's going to take a lot for you, and I'm not sure you're the person that has that because for years I've been bitter and angry and I want to hurt both of them. See, somebody told you that you should go to counseling, and you really should. Because you need to talk over this with somebody to discuss your feelings. But I need a little more than that. Well, the only thing more than that is God. See, and and the one thing I'm going to tell you something old people say. Sometimes you got to let go and let God. You got to take this situation that you're going through that's bigger than anything any of us have for you. And you got to turn it over to God. I ain't joking, man. You really got to turn this one over to God because you need peace in your life. And I know no better way to get peace in your life through a relationship with God. I don't Mm. know a better way. It's my peace in my life and in your son's life. How can we move on from this and be happy? You move on to it because he got you out of it. Stop dabbling in it. You got to play the game now. Okay, this your daddy, boom. And separate yourself. You got to get to that point or you're going to lose your mind. You need counseling and you need prayer. Yep. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we're going to do Ask the CLO with Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve... 
We had a question for the CLO, actually. It's from a 23-year-old woman. Her name is Linthia from Chicago. She's a virgin. She said she's had the absolute worst experiences with dating. When this topic of sex comes up, the guys usually run. Uh, her most recent experience was with a guy that she'd been dating for three months. They had the sex talk, but he didn't pressure her about it, so she didn't tell him that she was a virgin until the very last minute. Uh, when they were about to do the deed, she says, I, I told him it was my first time and he laughed hysterically at me and he didn't believe me because I was acting so dominant the whole time. He told me that he didn't want a girl uh, that didn't know what she was doing. She says, I was ashamed and I left his house and he hasn't called me since. Uh, I don't want to be a virgin anymore, but why is it so hard to find a good guy to help me out? Well, you know, it's the same problem that every woman has in finding a great guy. That's the number one thing with most women who don't have anybody is finding a great guy. You'll have a guy that'll, that'll, that'll be the right guy for you, that'll be patient with you, take his time with you, be understanding, and want you all in one. You just haven't met the guy yet. And if you keep having the same experiences, it could possibly be with the way you're breaking the news and how you're explaining the news. Maybe your approach to expressing yourself is a little bit off because a dude that kicks you out because I want somebody to know what he's doing, he just wants somebody that's freaky. That's all it was. And, Steve, the fact that she just doesn't want to be a virgin anymore I mean, that, See, that's that a, right a there. good reason, yeah, to just I give mean, yourself she's aggressive, to some dude. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, you're not, you don't want to be a virgin anymore. That's your decision. I can't, not the one to tell you to hang on till you're married, because if you've made that your mind up, why, why would I tell you anything else? You know, but you haven't found Mr. Right. You're 23 years old. You're still very young. Mm-hmm. Please take the pressure off yourself. Because you got the rest of your life not to be a virgin. You ain't out of time. No. Tommy, anything you want to say? Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No, 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 sir. No. Shirley, no. <laughs> yeah. how are you answering for me, Shirley? Yeah, uh-uh. Shirley. It's, it's the best thing to do at this moment. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. I'm I'm smart. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Stop. You got another question? Tommy, I don't think uh, Shirley's going to let you interject here. I'm you don't exactly realize how problem. smart I am. And that's that's what exactly Bob. right. There it is right there. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> exactly okay, uh, right. All right. Uh, we'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so listen, even if you're not panicking about the coronavirus spreading and all of that, it's still a good, a good time to stay as healthy, at least try to stay as healthy as possible to protect yourself from colds and viruses. And one way to do it is by boosting your immune system through proper nutrition. So what should we be eating? That's the question. There are some of the, these are uh, some foods that... You can add to your diet to improve, improve your immunity. Okay? Well, I'm going to tell you this? one before you get started. Okay, chitlins. Chitlins. <laughs> is, uh, let me tell you something. No, for real. <laughs> the reason I have no fear of coronavirus 
Uh-huh. It's for 38 years of my life. I don't eat them no more. But I've had chitlins in my system. And if a virus coming in, the chitlins, chitlins kill all that. I got chitlins. Boy, yeah, yeah, I stopped at 38. Chitlin residue kill all that. Okay, well, okay now right. go ahead, Shirley. We're going to add that to the list. Chitlins, yeah. okay. There's also garlic. My friends have been telling me it's hard to find garlic in the stores right now because yeah, it says nah. garlic. Uh, mm-hmm, stimulate your white blood cells and other immune cells to fight viruses and infections by yep. eating garlic. And for the biggest boost, try it raw and uh, finely minced on dressings or dips like hummus. So, well, yeah. you can you can eat it raw now during this quarantine, mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to let it go a week for the quarantine up because <laughs> it's still gonna be in your skin. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be too much yeah. for everybody. Oh, dog! If you eat raw garlic, boy, oh, yeah. you, boy, boy. What about that kyalic garlic? Is that it? The one that's that's odorless? Yeah, and tasteless? yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah. All right, mushrooms, mushrooms, really? because they have vitamin B. It says, and vitamin mm-hmm. B helps boost your immune system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Oysters. I cannot eat oysters. They Ooh, say I love they can, oysters. I know a lot of people do. I eat they, grill. I eat grilled oysters. That's, oh, that's okay. the bomb. They contain more zinc than any other food, and it has powerful anti-inflammatory mm. and antioxidant properties. So there you go. Eat some oysters. Don't yes. they say they ra- it raises yeah. your libido too, right? That's what yeah. the zinc yeah, 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 you be strong when you do oysters. You be strong. <laughs> Sunflower <laughs> seeds. Carla, that's your favorite. Full yes. of vitamin E, and these help yes. boost immunity. So get you some sunflower seeds, some sunflower people. Seeds. Mm-hmm. Sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds, okay. Yeah. How about yeah, some yogurt? That, right, Junior? Yeah. I never Yogurt. I can't do yogurt, y'all. Mm. I don't do it because of the dairy, but it says it's also a great source of probiotics to help your immune system. It protects your immune system. Put yogurt on the list. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I like yogurt. Uh-huh. Guava. It's a tropical fruit. It has 350% more vitamin C than an orange. Really? And it's loaded with That's vitamin A. It's loaded with fiber, vitamin K, too. Guava mm. fruit. Don't nobody even know they need I, vitamin K. I don't even know what guava yeah, look like. What that look like, Sherry? What mm-hmm. guava look like? I think, is it green? Kind of ugly mm-hmm. green color? Yeah, yeah. So it look like an avocado? That what you saying? No, no, no. No, that ain't what like she said. Avocado. said it was green. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't say that it looked like an avocado why, at all. Why you don't like me? Why, why you? Why, hey, dog. What is it with me? It's like pink in the inside, hey dog. right? Hey, dog. It's See, like listen pink. to me. Yeah, Every yeah. time you say it's something stupid like and I comment it on, it's not because yeah. I don't like you. It's just maybe what you said is so stupid. <laughs> she said it's green, like an avocado. She said, no. You said it was <laughs> like green. Well, grapes is green. Kale is green. Mm-hmm. I, didn't say is green. No, I didn't say nothing by no grapes. I said wow. like an avocado. Is that what it looks like? That's so, what I was asking. No, that's an avocado why, why, that looks like an avocado. Not, <laughs> hold on. Thank you, Junior. Hold on, Junior. <laughs> thank you, why do you not like <laughs> me, though? Guava. <laughs> thank you, like thank you Junior. <laughs> say it again, Junior. <laughs> no, avocado look like an avocado. Yeah. A guava fruit look yeah. just like a mm. guava fruit. Exactly. You ain't never bought no uh, guava fruit, Junior. Uh-uh. Shut but, up. Yeah. Bet right. you when I see one, they're going to say, that's a guava fruit. Mm. Yeah. They'll have a you sign. Yeah. They'll have a sign. You know but he I'm won't put up. But he won't put an avocado in his basket, thinking it's a damn guava. <laughs> Tastes Coming gonna up. be different. 
More trending stories. Uh, we're, we'll be back on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Lionel Richie says it, it may be time for a new version of We Are the World. You know, this time to raise money to fight this disease, this coronavirus. Uh, Lionel didn't expect the 35th anniversary of the charity single, which he, of course, wrote with the late Michael Jackson, would be so significant now. Uh, But he feels that the global pandemic has uh, made its message so clear once again. He even points to one line that stands out. In a a time of social distancing, he says, there's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. Um, That's the the line Bob Dylan said. Uh (laughs) The worst line in the song. Sing it, Steve. There's a choice we're making. (laughs) (laughs) We're saving our own lives. Remember that? Jesus. Why did they put his ass in the group? They had to get all, all the most powerful singers and musicians during that time. Well, cause the social distance and I don't see this song coming back. <laughs> yeah. It was released back in 1985. Song, yeah. It raised more than $63 million in humari- humanitarian aid for Africa. I never knew well, the you uh, final figure. you don't have to be in the same studio anymore, Steve. So they Technology, yeah. Well, you know, what yeah. made it cool was the video. They was all in the group. Yeah, it looked like a big mass choir. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard yeah, to get was. that much talent together at one yeah. time. I remember Quincy was, Jones produced it. But boy, mm-hmm. did you see that dude singing next to Michael? He was off key, and Michael turned like, man, what the damn note is your ass? What are you doing? All right, what we'll have doing? more of the Steve Why Harvey Morning Show. Like <laughs> Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Everybody knows where we are in this country right now. We're updated just about every day, Steve, with uh, the president and uh, his coronavirus update. I, Did not, you see him uh, you yesterday? Know, I'm fe- I'm feeling a little bit less and less comfortable with him as a leader because he he intertwines too much of his own personal. The other day it was it's really hard for a rich guy to run for president. Hey man, oh. nobody needs to hear that at this time. Not we this need time. information, we need results, and we need some logistics going on. And then he you know he's talking about. Mitch McConnell came out and talked about how the Democrats are slowing down the stimulus package. See, what they're trying to do is turn this thing that really got out of hand because our leader said that for two weeks this was a hoax. We could have been two weeks further up the road if he wasn't saying it was a hoax. But now the stimulus package, let me help you all understand something. This stimulus package is designed for a few things. They're trying to keep companies alive and thriving. But now, it's important for him to keep the businesses alive, and he's correct in that when this war with the virus is over, you still want to be able to get back and have an economy. But what the Democrats are over there fighting for is not enough of this stimulus package is going to get itself down to the people who are hurting right now. He keeps saying he's concerned with the worker, but his concern with the worker is at the upper level to keep the companies open. What you need to have open so the workers have somewhere to go. But the Democrats know that there's a deeper problem going on down there, whether you're working or not right now. And we got to get this problem solved. And he's got more of the efforts of the stimulus package coming from the Republicans to take care of the businesses instead of taking care of the business. And I'm excuse me, instead of taking care of the people. Now, people, if right. you say. 
that you need the businesses to stay alive, which is true, so the people will have jobs to go back to. That's the truth. But there are other problems, too. And the Democrats are trying to make sure that the people at the bottom survive, too. See, a company can go two months without a check. Right. The regular person can't. True that. True. GM going to survive. Ford going to survive two months down. Yeah. The worker is going to be hurting yeah. if he don't get a check industry. for two months. Mm. Let me ask you about that, another Steve. The airlines has made billions of dollars. Let's just say on an annual basis, you made billions of dollars. Why is it that they now, they almost saying they almost finna be bankrupt because- Well, you know, look, man, big business can't report everything is profit. They got to give out dividends. They got to pay out salaries. And they got to, they got to make it appear as though- yeah, that they, they got so much overhead that they can't make money. All them airlines was making money. Why they open? All of them. Coming up, our last break of the day. Our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. I love it. And some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day. Steve, before we get to your closing, we have to take time to say happy birthday to Mississippi Monica's Mimi. She is 99 years wow. old today. Oh, wow. Yes, 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 yes. 99. 99. What's, what's, okay. what's, Mimi, what's Mimi's name? Um, Mimi. Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn Floyd. Miss Evelyn, Evelyn Floyd. Floyd. Miss Floyd. Okay, Floyd. let me tell you about Miss Evelyn Floyd. She had one man, okay, 12 mm-hmm. children. Wow. She went to wow. church every Sunday, and she wow. eats whatever she wants to eat. The only job she had was being a mother to those 12 children. She raised 12 children. Beautiful. Educated Come on, Miss Floyd. Yes. That's full time. Come on, Miss Floyd. 99 years old. Miss Floyd. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Tommy, hey, she uh. can beat you fishing. I bet she, she can beat me fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. um, yeah. when you get, and I, I want the Lord to give it to you, when you get 99, how you going to act? I'm going to probably have a 35,000 square foot weed store. <laughs> what? What? What, what, is what, what you gonna uh, get some time? Where did that come from? You go, I'm not gonna smoke the weed. Uh, I'm just gonna walk around it and own it. Yeah, you gonna have a thirty-five thousand square, square foot, foot weed, weed store? Yeah, it's gonna be so legal in. It's gonna have like weed draws in it. You know, they're gonna. It's gonna be advanced. You know, hell. You, you know, stupid. weed knit shirts. That's woven from <laughs> weed leaves. It's gonna be real progressive then, you know. Yeah, be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. What else? What else you gonna have going no, on in ninety nine? That's enough, Carla. He got a weed store. Are, are no, you I'm gonna, probably, you gonna hold back anything? Anything? No, yes. no. Because you I'm, don't do that now. Well, well, I I'm do. Sure. I do do it now a little bit, but I'm everybody has the potential of getting cussed out <laughs> on any given day. <laughs> At night, if you say anything <laughs> contrary hey, to uh-oh. anything, go ahead, Shirley. Hey, Mr. I'm Steve, 90, how are you, hold, how hold, you hold, feeling hold, today? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh. 
Hey, Mr. Steve, how you feeling today? What's Mr. wrong Steve? with your voice? How the hell are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> feel like I want to feel. That's how I feel. <laughs> well, you sure you do look no nice and, and spry. You know, that's what they say about well, right. You think spry. I'm spry? Come on over here. <laughs> Get on some of this Sprite thing here. Ah, ah, ah. What do you do all day, uh, Mr. Steve? I do. I do pretty much what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't really have no, you know, routine and nothing. I just wake up and whatever the, you what's almost. the word that go down? <laughs> you know. Whatever the. <laughs> when they blow. Blank. Whatever the blank. Whatever the fill in the blank. I'm go whatever you I'll do what the blank I want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's the secret? Blank the blank blank. What's the secret to living for 99 years? Cussing. Yeah, what's the secret? What what's is it? Cussing. Cussing. What? Cussing. Keep you young. Cussing, keep you young. Get some. You don't have no backup. I ain't got no high blood. I ain't got no no uh, artery conditions. Nothing mm. clogged. I ain't got no ulcer. Nothing. Cussing. Wow. Cuss everybody Cussing. out. I cussed the pastor out last Sunday. Passed the, the tray round twice. Wait, I wait, gave wait, wait, what wait. I was going to give. Mm-hmm. Why you? Why you cussed the pastor? I gave what I was going to give. What are you sitting in the tray round here for twice? <laughs> <laughs> know how hard it is to get my hand down in my pocket and back out? Somebody <laughs> doing this twice in here? <laughs> what do you okay. eat? Oh, what do you oh, eat, oh, Mr. Oh. Steve? Chitlers. He back on it. Chitlin, Chitlin, Chitlin. You know back you in, be... listen to me. Back in 2020, uh-huh. they had a yeah. they had a coronavirus came oh, out. Oh yes. Uh, in 2020, everybody had it but me. I remember reading about that. You didn't because have it what? back then. Cause I because eat chitlins. <laughs> and chitlins kill everything. Come down now. <laughs> chitlins from there. <laughs> Chillin' and a little Hennessy. You got Lavage. Chillin' and Hennessy and kill a virus. Oh. And then that was oh 2020 was when they had uh, uh, that white man, that uh, that old, uh, that stupid white man was president. Uh, oh, uh, Donald. Oh. Donald, uh, Donald, uh, Donald, Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Girl, good. they had a fool in the White House. It was had it right after they had the first black man in there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 it proved why I should have been another black man. Ah! 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 <laughs> you tickle did yourself? You, did you say ah? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, wait, that's when they was really thinking maybe m- 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 maybe they should have m- more than two terms. Yeah, yeah. Cause that was Obama. That was Obama. That pretty girl of his, Cheryl. Yeah, man. oh, oh that Cheryl Obama. was something else. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donald Trump's wife was cute too, but she wasn't in the White House. She <laughs> wasn't? She was I thought she lived there with him. Oh, she lived there. She ain't want to be there, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's when all them white men went to jail, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, his administration was. was really something. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Mr. Steve, for coming by and. This is the, to oh, us. This is a 99-year-old Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're calling yeah, that you Mr. Steve. Steve. Ain't here to Mr. Steve. Yeah. No, I don't want to be that. I'm oh. I'm Mr. Harvey. 
Oh, you're Mr. Harvey. Now, now when you yeah. get when you get to a hundred, what you gonna do? You know, who is this? Is this you still stupid, ain't you? <laughs> All this time. Man. Talk to y'all some other time. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 